won't you sign me up? All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. From the Christian Jubilee. Yes, yes. He says what? Write right. my, my name, name. Mm-hmm. on the, the road. Right? Because guess what? There's going to be <coughs> books that are open, mm-hmm. but you want to put your name in the book Amen. of life. Amen. Write my name on the road. Because I've been changed. Mm-hmm. Since the Lord has lifted me, and I want to be ready when, when Jesus comes. The question is, are you ready? All right. If Jesus was to come right now, Amen. My Lord. are you ready? Right Not time to be getting ready. Amen. All right. Like the ten, or like the five foolish virgins mm-hmm. who didn't have oil in their lamp. Amen. When the bridegroom came, mm-hmm. then. They tried to borrow oil from the other wise person. You got to be ready when he comes. He could be coming at any time of any minute, of any day. But you got to be ready. Are you ready when Jesus comes? God's been good to you. Say amen. Amen. God's been good to you. Say amen. Amen. And God's been good to us not some of the time, but all the time. He's been good even though we have not always been good. Today, again, I want to turn our attention to the book of of Philippians, rather. The chapter is 4, and the verse is 6. Philippians chapter 4, and verse 6. The Bible reads, Be careful for nothing. All right. But in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Prayer is something that we should do more of. Prayer should be our way of life. Mm -hmm. We should be people who are known to pray. All right. Mm -hmm. Prayer, believe it or not, helps us in our daily walk. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm not so sure that we all believe in the power. A prayer. Or else we would be doing more of it. My hope today is to help us to see that prayer is power. And that it can make changes in our lives. If one would only have faith, faith in God, and trust Him with our request. Today, the lesson is entitled, Oh, the Power of Prayer. Oh, Power of Prayer. You might ask, well, what is prayer? Prayer is 
communication to God. All right. All right. Even though he is God, and even though God doesn't miss a beat, that's right. He doesn't miss a thing. He knows everything. Mm -hmm. But he still tells us to ask him. Amen. Amen. That's true. Now, I know there are some of us in this room who have grown up and have children. And as children grow up, they tend to want something. Uh -huh. And generally, before getting what they want, they generally go and ask one or, or two parents what they want. Yesterday, by example, I noticed Jordan, when I was sitting down talking with his parents, that he had a skateboard in his hand. And he was trying to get their attention because he wanted something from them. And eventually, he came to them and got their attention to ask them a question. If he could go outside and play with a skateboard. <laughs> so why did he ask the question? He asked the question because he wanted to go outside and skate. So why did he ask his parents? Because they have the rule over him. In other words, they have the authority to allow it to happen or not. True. And so you got to understand that even as Christians, we are children of God. All right. If we want something from God, He is the one who has the rule and the authority over us. Amen. And if we want something from God, don't you know that you got to ask Him? <laughs> Jesus shows us in Matthew that if you want God's help, then you got to ask Him. In Matthew 7 and 7, the Bible says, Ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh, receive it. And to he that seeketh, find it. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. Notice what the scriptures go on to say in verse number 9. He says, Or what man is there of you? Of whom, if his son asks bread, will you give him a stone? If you need bread to eat, and you are a parent of a child, you wouldn't give him a stone to say, Here, eat that. It makes no sense to do that. The Bible says in verse number 10, or if he asks a fish, will you give him a serpent? And the Bible says again, if ye then, being evil, talking about mankind, know how to give good gifts to your children, 
what is this scripture is telling us is if you want something from God, you need to ask him. Don't just sit there wondering what if. Amen. Ask him. Now, now I'm not saying that every time you ask him, you're going to get what you want. But ask him. Amen. Because sometimes our minds might not be in the right place. We'll talk about that a little bit later on in the lesson. But maybe you don't know what to pray for. Maybe you don't know how to pray. You know, the Bible tells us that Jesus, he taught his disciples how to pray. Amen. You see, believe it or not, praying isn't just mere words. Amen. Right? Matthew chapter 6, verse number 5. Jesus is telling his disciples, when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are. Mm-hmm. You know what a hypocrite is? Uh-huh. Saying one thing uh-huh. and doing another. All right. Uh-huh. He says, don't be as the hypocrites are. He said, for they love to pray, standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets. All right. Why? That they may be seen of men. Uh-huh. In other words, there's some folks that want to stand up and do all this praying uh-huh. just because it looks good. And they want to give the illusion or Amen. the appearance that they are holy people. <laughs> and so they want to stand in front of you mm-hmm. and say all of these wonderful things Amen. to give the appearance. Jesus says, Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. All right. In other words, because I'm, I'm prominent, I'm special, I'm okay. in the synagogue, you know. Standing up in prayer, uh-huh. you get your glory from that. Yeah. All right. But Jesus says, but when thou prayest, he says, enter into thy closet. What does he mean? He doesn't literally mean go into a closet, but he's saying to go to a place uh-huh. where it's quiet. Yes. Yeah. All right. Why do you want to go to a place where it's quiet? You want to go there because you want to dedicate. Yeah. You want to really pour your heart into what it is you're about to say to God Almighty. He says, when thou enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut the door. In other words, I'm not allowing any distractions to stop me. No phone call. That means that sometimes when you go to God in prayer, Sometimes we need to turn that phone off. Amen. Because guess what? You end up getting a call from somebody else. You end up taking that call instead of praying for something that's more meaningful for your life. You get distracted, and the next thing you know, you're all messed up in your life. That's right. Amen. He says, shut the door and pray to thy father, which is in secret. And thy father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. Amen. See, when you go to God in prayer, he's going to bless you. You may not have to broadcast it to the whole entire world. Amen. And let everybody know that you're praying. 
And Sometimes you can say a prayer just where you're sitting. Lord, have true. mercy on my soul. And you don't have to stand up and let it be known amongst everybody. Even when you're in a, in a restaurant and you're praying for your food, you don't have to go out there and, and, and stand up, or you don't have to say it very loudly. You only have to do is Amen. bow your head. Amen. And God will see your Amen. prayer. And notice that's what it says. It says, but when you pray, you've got vain repetition. In other words, vain means those things that are empty. Mm -hmm. All right. Those things that really don't have any meaning behind it. Right. Don't keep saying the same things over and over right. and over and over again in your prayer. That's what he says the heathen does. For they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Just because you, you pray a 15-minute prayer, that doesn't necessarily mean God is listening. Amen. Because if there's no real true meaning, no real true words behind it, doesn't necessarily mean he's listening to it. All right. Or he's uh, adhering to it. He's listening to it, but he's not going to pay attention to those things, right? The Bible says in verse number 8, Be ye not therefore like unto them, for your father knoweth what things ye have need of, before you ask them. Yes, right. Amen. God knows what He already you knows. All right. He knows mm -hmm. what you need. All That's right. true. No. And guess what? He wants you to pray. Uh -huh. Even though he knows All right. what you need. Mm -hmm. It ain't nothing getting past God. Amen. But he still wants you to pray. Yes. And notice Amen. what he says. He says, pray. Right? He has need of being not therefore for the Father know what things you have need of, right, before you ask him. Okay? So, then, now he's getting to the point where he's telling them how to pray. Right? In verse number 9, the Bible says this. After this man, therefore pray. In other words, listen to what I'm saying. Pray ye this. Notice what he starts out saying? Our Father. All right. Any prayer that you're going to render needs to be to God, our Father. Mm -hmm. Don't pray to St. Michael. Mm -hmm. Don't pray to Mary, the mother of Jesus. Mm -hmm. You ought to be praying to our Father. Mm -hmm. He's the one who's going to get the prayer. He's the one who's going to deliver on those prayers. Our Father which art in heaven. Mm -hmm. All right? Notice what it says. Hallowed be thy name. Mm -hmm. Praise him. Amen. If you're going to go to God in prayer, just don't go to God in prayer. Father in heaven, help me with this, or Father in heaven, help me with that. Praise him first. Hallowed be, be thy, thy name. name. All right. In other words, Holy Father in heaven, mm -hmm. how great and how marvelous is your name. Amen. Praise him first. Before you start asking him for the things you want. He says, uh, verse number 10, thy kingdom come, mm -hmm. thy will be done. Well, we don't pray for the kingdom to come anymore. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people in the sectarian world, they pray for this very same prayer. That the kingdom come. We already read this morning, we've already been translated. Amen. Into the kingdom of his dear son. Colossians 1.13. So there's no need to pray for a kingdom to come when the kingdom is 
already here. But he says, thy will be done, where? In earth, as it is in heaven. God's will is going to be done. No matter where it is. In earth, as it is in heaven. Put it up here, the next verse. Give us this day. Why did he say, give us this day? Because guess what? You only got. This day. Day. That's right. You don't have tomorrow. tomorrow. You don't have next week or next year. Yeah. Give us this day or what? Daily bread. You don't have to worry about bread for tomorrow because you only need bread for today. Don't you remember when the children of Israel were out in the wilderness? He gave them manna just for the day. He gave them the pheasants or the quails rather. Just for that the day. day. Amen. And on the Sabbath day, he, before the Sabbath day, he gave them enough to last for two days. Mm -hmm. All right. Give us our daily bread. God knows the daily bread you need. First number, the next verse, right? And forgive us our okay. debts. Uh-oh. Mm -hmm. We got some debts that we need to be forgiven of. I asked a question this morning in Sunday school. How many sins have you committed? Mm -hmm. All of us have committed some type of debt, Amen. some type so of sin, yeah, so. some type of problem. Yeah. And forgive us of our debt. Amen. Right? Because mm -hmm. guess what? We need to be forgiven. Yes. And guess what? As we forgive our, our debtors. Amen. Right? So we got to forgive as well as mm -hmm. forgive others as well as be forgiven. Verse number 13. And lead us not into temptation. Lord, help us here. Lead us not into temptation. Yeah. There's so much temptation oh, yes. in the world today. Oh, yes. All you got to do is turn on your computer. Amen. You can find whatever it is you're looking for. And all you got to do is just one click away. Wow. Hmm? Amen. Guess what? Not only that, just sometimes the temptation is to go into the store. Ain't nobody looking. All I got to do is just put this in my pocket. Yeah. Temptation is just one step away. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Jesus has already delivered us. We talked about that this morning in our Sunday school. He delivered us from evil. For thine is the kingdom the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. So, the Bible says in verse number 14, for if we forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive you your trespasses. You forgiving anybody lately? Mm -hmm. All right. It's in your best interest to, to do, do that. that. Mm -hmm. People that are holding grudges, mm -hmm. people that won't allow bygones to be bygones, uh -huh. those sort of things will keep you from heaven yeah. eternal mm -hmm. if you don't forgive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let me let me share something with you. It's not time for us to play God. Right. Mm. If the president of the United States invited us to visit him. And we try to assume the prerogatives of the presidency ourselves. What would he do? He soon put us out. 
Yet this is how some of us act toward God. My Lord. Amen. He has told us to act. Mm -mm. But our asking often demonstrates an attitude of irresponsibility Amen. on our part. We ask him to overrule his natural law mm -hmm. to act as our servant who must accede to our command. Amen. We must never play God when we pray because Jesus taught his disciples to pray. Amen. You can never go around and tell God, I want it this way and expect God just to comply. He has his own way of doing things. Sometimes not in the way we want. But believe it or not, prayer is powerful. Remember Hezekiah? Remember Hezekiah was king. And he got this understanding from Isaiah that he was going to soon die. And in 2 Kings chapter 20, verse number 1, the Bible says, In the days, in those days was Hezekiah sick unto death. And the prophet Isaiah, the son of Amos, came to him and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Set thine house in order. In other words, it's time to get your house in order. You better get your affairs in order. He said, For thou shalt die and not live. Notice what Hezekiah did after he heard those words. The Bible says, Then uh, he turned his face. Right? Bible says, then he turned his face, right, mm -hmm. to the wall mm -hmm. and prayed unto the Lord. See, as soon as he heard it, he didn't say, oh, no, that's terrible. Mm -hmm. Oh, you got to be wrong. Something mm -hmm. you saying can't be right. Mm -hmm. What did he do immediately? He went to the wall mm -hmm. like he went to his closet. He went to a private place and he prayed unto the Lord. And notice it says, I beseech thee, O Lord. Remember now how I have walked before thee in truth and with perfect heart. And have done that which is good in thy sight. Amen. And Hezekiah, the Bible says he wept sore. The Bible says, and before, and, be, and it came to pass before Isaiah was gone out into the middle court, that the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Turn again. Tell Hezekiah, the captain of my people, thus said the Lord, the God of David, thy father. He said, I have heard thy prayer. He said, I have seen thy tears. Sometimes, yeah. when you go to God in prayer, sometimes it brings about tears. Mm -hmm. True. Yes, it does. And he says, Behold, I will heal thee. Mm -hmm. On the third day, thou shalt go up out of the house of the Lord. And get this, and I will add unto thee thy days 15 yeah, that's years. Right. That's right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen. And I will deliver thee. And the city out of thy hand, yeah. the king of Assyria, and I'll defend the city for mine own sake, for my servant's 
going to die. But because of his prayer, he got 15 more years. Amen. That's all because of the power of prayer. You want another example? How about Peter? Do you remember when Peter was in prison? Yes, sir. And he was uh, being lifted up in prayer by the church. Yes, in Acts chapter 12, verse number 5, the Bible says, Peter therefore was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. Guess what they did? See, the Jews were happy that they got some of these church folk. They were happy because they had the ability to have power over them, Herod did. Mm -hmm. And he killed James, the brother of John. And they were happy over it. And now they got Peter. Amen. He's the ringleader, the one who opened the doors to the church. And he was going to get Peter and kill him just like he killed a James the day before. Amen. But the church was praying for Peter. And after the church, uh, again, had been praying for Peter, basically, uh, what happened is that God sent an angel. Yeah. Amen. And, appeared, and it appeared to Peter while he was in jail. Mm -hmm. And that angel helped him to loose himself from the bone. Yes, and led him out of the prison, unfound. Through all the guards and everything else, the angel let him out. And then what happened is that the angel, all of a sudden, once they got outside, the angel was gone and Peter went to Mary's house. Right where the church was gathering and praying for him. And a damsel by the name of Rhoda was so surprised. And when she heard Peter's voice, she just ran inside and said, Peter is here. And they were telling her, you must be crazy. Something must be wrong with you. We're praying for Peter. He can't be here. And she's saying, I know he's here. I know he's there. And Peter kept knocking at the door to let him in. And sure enough, it was Peter. You see, sometimes God answers our prayers so quickly yeah, and it true. may even surprise Amen. you. Amen. So true. Some things happen in our lives that we don't understand right. how quickly it can happen. But God works just that fast. Amen. Don't you remember Moses praying? Mm -hmm. Moses, he wanted to see God's glory. Mm -hmm. You see, Moses, he talked to God on a regular. Amen. Amen. Do we talk to God on a regular basis? Yes, sir. Amen. Lord. See, it was a regular basis, a conversation with him, with God and Moses. And Moses was so comfortable in talking to God. It was a beautiful conversation. Amen. And Moses asked for God's blessing on the Israelites, for God's presence to go with them as they traveled. And then Moses asked to see God's glory. Amen. In other words, he wanted to see God's personage. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He wanted to see it up close. Mm -hmm. And in Exodus 33 and 18, the Bible says, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. Mm -hmm. And so 
The Bible tells us in verse number 20, God says, Thou canst not see my face. Alright. He said, For there shall no man see me and live. You can't see God in his true form and live. His body can't handle it. But he did do something for Moses. God responded by tucking Moses in the little cleft of the mountain in Mount Sinai and covering his view until God stood before him. And then God removed his hand and allowed Moses to view him, his form from the back. You see that? Moses wanted to see God's glory, uh-huh. and God granted it to him. All right. Even though if he would have not covered his face, he would have died. Amen. And because of that, what happened? What was the outcome? Moses now so greatly resembled God's brilliance. Yeah. That the children of Israel were afraid to look at him. Yeah, yeah. Amen. He had to wear a veil over his face Mm-mm. for the Israelites to look at it because he had so much of God looking like him to shine about him. The question is how much of God's presence could we witness Amen. and represent if we had. God's brightness. Amen. Like Moses. Well, I know this this lesson might not be getting home to some of y'all. Somebody needs to hear it. The Holy Spirit. Thank God that we got the Holy Spirit. Amen. Have you ever prayed to God and not know exactly what to pray for? Amen. Not knowing exactly what to ask for. Amen. See, God gave us his Holy Spirit oh, yes. to help us. Amen. Romans chapter 8, verse number 26, the Bible says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps us uh-huh. our infirmities. He said, For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. Amen. But the Spirit itself maketh intercession Amen. for us. Wow. The Bible says, With groanings which cannot be uttered. Amen. In other words, the Holy Spirit is praying on our behalf. We don't know exactly what he's saying, but he's saying those things that need to be said Amen. to the Father in heaven on our behalf. Amen. Wow. And the Bible says, and he that searches the heart. Look at what in that. He searches, looking in the heart. All right. He knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit. All right. Amen. Because why? He maketh intercession uh-huh. for the saints, get this now, according to the will of God. Amen. See, the Holy Spirit's going to pray on your behalf, but He's only going to pray those things that are according to the will of Amen. God. Amen. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. Mm. Have you ever wanted something so bad? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you just can't seem to get it. Yeah. 
a man may say, Thou hast faith that I have works. He says, Show me thy faith without thy works. I'll show thee my faith by my works. All right. So thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. All right. But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? In other words, you got to not only believe that God will answer your prayer, you got to do something towards working on your prayer request. Amen. If you're praying, God, I, I hope that you can help me to stay woke so I can make it home safely. All right. You got to keep on driving. Amen. Or you need to pull over to the side to get the rest and then get going. You'll Amen. never make it home if you don't do anything but pray. Amen. Oh, my Lord, 
word that he became angry. Uh-oh. Flustered. Uh-huh. And finally said, well, that's all the scale will hold. Uh-huh. Here's the best. You have to put it in yourself. I'm too busy. Uh-oh. With the trembling hands, the woman filled the bag. Through moist eyes, she expressed her gratitude uh-huh. and departed. And after that, the store was empty of customers. The grocer examined the scale, and yes, they were broken. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. They had become broken just in time. All right. For God to answer the prayer uh-huh. of the woman. Praise. Amen. But as the years passed, the grocer often wondered about the incident. Uh-huh. He asked the question, well, why did that woman come at just the right time? Mm. All right. Why had she already written the prayer in such a way to confuse the grocer so that he didn't even examine the scale? Uh-huh. <laughs> See, the grocer is an old man now, but the weight of the paper still lingers with him. All right. He never saw the woman again, nor had he seen her before that day. Wow. Yet he remembers her more than any other customers that came to the store. All right. And as he treasures the slip of paper upon the woman's prayer, had been written simple words from the heart of faith. Please, Lord, give us this day our daily bread. All right. All right. You see what power a prayer might do? Amen. You see, you need to have an effectual prayer. It's not the arithmetic of our prayers or how many they are, nor the rhetoric of our prayers. How eloquent they may be, but nor the geometry of our prayers. How long they may be, nor the logic of our prayers. How argumentative they may be, nor the method of our prayers. All right. How orderly they may be. Mm-hmm. It is the fierceness, a fervency of spirit, which availeth much. Do you believe that God will answer your prayers? Do you trust him to answer your prayers? Are you going to take things in your own hands? See, God knows everything. He knows how to deal with all of your issues. See, God knows how to keep the planet spinning on their axis. Amen. God knows how to create life. He knows just where the sun needs to be so that life can flourish here on the earth. See, the earth is not too far that it freezes, and it's not too close that we burn up. God knows anything and everything. God knows what you need and when you need it. We may not get what we ask for, when we want it, but we might not get it at all. Didn't David ask that his son uh, be healed and it didn't happen? Didn't Paul ask that the thorn in his flesh be removed? Three times, but it didn't happen. The reason why is because God knows what you need. God knows 
But you need better than yourself. Amen. So that is why you may not get some of the things that you might request. Amen. Especially, especially if it is not according to the will of God. Amen. When was the last time you asked for spiritual things in your prayer? When was the last time you asked for growth in your life? When was the last time you asked for a better prayer life? When was the last time you asked for more love of the brethren? Who was the last time you asked for more faith, more patience, more temperance, more grace? Yeah. More patience, yeah. more humility. Yeah. Don't you know? Again, God tells us again in our text. He says, "Be careful for nothing." Amen. Don't you be worried about Amen. nothing. Amen. The God of the universe is the Creator of everything. All right. Don't you get all flustered about nothing, because the God of something can make anything out of nothing. Amen. But in everything. And everything has by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Let God know what's going on there. Oh, the power of prayer. Amen. Wasn't the power of prayer? The man prayed that it wouldn't rain on the earth for three years and six months. Amen. And Elijah prayed again and then rain came forth. Amen. All because of the power of prayer. Of prayer. Amen. Amen. You think that God won't listen to you? <laughs> All you got to do is His will. All you got to do is live right, Amen. do those things that are right, Amen. and God will answer your prayer. That's like He answered Hezekiah's prayer. Amen. Hezekiah said, Lord, I've been faithful. I've been doing those things Amen. you told me to do. Yep. And God granted in 15 more years. Amen. Amen. So you got to look at this on a personal level. You got to take this in your in your mind, in your life, no matter what it is you're going through in life. And everybody's going through something. Amen. Amen. One who can help us is God. Amen. Maybe there's someone here today. Pretty much all of us are Christians here, but there's somebody who needs prayer. In your life, prayer is going to be the thing that's going to deliver us. It's going to be that thing to help us get connected to God. And guess what? He's willing to help us. Mm-hmm. All we got to do is trust Him, mm-hmm. obey Him, trust in the Lord with all that heart. Mm-hmm. Lean not to your own mm-hmm. understanding. Mm-hmm. Right? So don't start doubting. Mm-hmm. All right, God. Because the minute you start doubting, is the minute your prayer ain't going through. Oh, Amen. You don't believe God can make it work? Guess what? He's right now making Pluto spin on its axis. All right. Amen. He's making the sun shine. <laughs> making all of the planets evolve around the Amen. sun. Amen. And then, and, and it's telling us that, I mean, science is telling us that there's not many, many planets. Many, many suns. Amen. Many, many moons. Mm-hmm. And God is taking care of all of that all at the same time while waiting to hear from you. Wow. Amen. Uh-uh. Amen. Maybe there's somebody that stands in need of prayer. We're going to bid you to come. In either case, you can come. Hearing for those who are not a Christian, hearing, believing, repenting, confessing, and being baptized. 
And for those who are Christians and you stand in the need of prayer, please let us know at this time. And we ask again for your prayer request. And together we stand and sing the song of the Lord. 